I come back and give Bubba an update and tell him, hey, this is awesome. We've already got about 15 people signed up and we're going to do this, this, and this. And I've talked to this person and uh, his reaction was like, wow, that's really happening? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have it. People are going to come. We're going to do it. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're joined by Will Reese, founder and director of CALS, the Collegiate Athletic Leadership Symposium. He shares his story with starting the event, how it's grown over the years, and what to expect at this year's event. We're here today with Will. Will, how you doing? Doing great. Great to be with you all this morning. Yeah, we got Matt across the table from me, you know, just always here, always ready. (laughs) Ready to have some conversations. Yeah. Um, But to get started, Will, can you tell us a a little bit about yourself and how you got to your current position? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my background uh, is in coaching. Uh, Growing up, uh, I'm my business is located in, in my hometown in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So growing up in Tulsa, I was the, uh, known as the, the, the high school kid who coached all the, uh, the youth league basketball teams. Oh. So starting when I was 14, I started recruiting my first, uh, team of 11 year olds to go play in AAU tournaments. And as I played in high school, I also, uh, coached on the side. So I was going to go play at Oklahoma Baptist university. Um, got injured before I got to my freshman year and uh, ended up coaching all my way through college. Um, it was always a passion, always the thing I wanted to do. I don't know that I was the world's best student, and part of that might have been because I uh, was laser focused on what I wanted to do. There was never any question about it. So went in and ended up coaching for about 14 years, uh, mostly high school in Oklahoma and Texas. I did have jobs at Oklahoma Baptist University, and my last job was on the, the coaching staff at the University of Tulsa. Um, that time around 2006 is when uh, my wife Christy and I welcomed uh, uh, our first baby girl, who is now uh, almost 17 years old, uh, into the world, and, and and that changed something in me. And kind of as I started looking into the future, I said, "Hey, you know, I want to, you know, maybe try something else." Uh, didn't know what because I was doing the only thing I ever really wanted to do, but felt it was time for a change and. In 2007, started Next Level Sports and started working with uh, uh, college basketball coaches through representation and um, started on that process. And, and, and as I was working and getting to know people in college athletics, uh, um, around 2011 is when uh, we started our first collegiate athletic leadership symposium event uh, known as CALS. And I know that's what we're here to talk about today. Absolutely. And just even thinking about, you know, this is, I mean, a great story of how you've moved kind of from, I mean, you stayed in the same industry, but mm-hmm. moved from area, different areas like that. I'm even curious with, with starting up next level sports. I mean, being in coaching and then starting up a business like this, well, how was that kind of transition? And, and like, how much did you know about is it being an entrepreneur and starting right. up a business? You know, the funny thing, guys, is that if I probably look like looking back now, I'm horrified for myself then. Um, <laughs> like what, what in the world was I thinking? What did, I don't know. You know, I, I go back a lot and I think about the pieces of, of, of what coaches do and what I did in coaching that are actually entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there's a, 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 a huge leadership component to it. Uh, there's a motivation component, but there's a lot of things, um, you know, whether you're looking at, 
you know, marketing uh, your team or marketing to a student body, trying to get a, a, a full gym, uh, summer camps, um, the different things that we do that, that definitely do have an um, entrepreneurial spirit to it. But I would have never at the time said, okay, this is what I am. Um, just as I was walking through that time in my life, I was connected with my current partner, Joey McCutcheon, and, and um, you know, it, it just it just made sense. It was at the time representation among coaches was was newer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't the first ones there, but among the first wave. So kind of feeling our way around it and really just um, I always say the competitive advantage I had in starting next level was the fact that we were able to starve early and, uh, you know, put our head down and, and you know, make our way and, and kind of learn from mistakes and, and figure things out as we go. And, and what I've learned in this, in this field that we work in in sports and, and college athletics in general that um, a lot of times it's just I tell people they're trying to get breaking in different ways. Uh, it's being able to hang in do things the right way, treat people the right way. And uh, more times than not, eventually you can work out. It's just a matter of if you can wait as long as you need to. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking it's, you know, one of the, the you'd say the the things that you did that made you entrepreneurial still uh, taking an initiative came to my mind because you even talked about coaching youth uh, really early on in your life. Right. And I remember in basketball in high school, it was like, you have to go do this camp that the coaches would make <laughs> yeah. us do, and we never really, like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that, but the fact that you kind of took to that and then also started up, like you said, building an AAU team and everything, you kind of had that initiative to kind of try and take things to the next step, it seems like. Well, that's what, looking back, one of the things I'm uh, uh, most impressed about with with young Will, which I don't know how many things there are I am impressed about, but that was <laughs> one of them is that, you know, you're really jumping in from this point we're talking about just operationally and and – uh, from a business standpoint, you know, I'm 14 years old and I'm uh, recruiting a team and I'm going to get a sponsor to pay for our fees and pay for our uniforms and I'm arranging uh, rides uh, for kids all over town. So there's a lot of work that went into that that was um, more than just showing up and, and coaching ball. What I found is um, <clears throat> as I moved on in the game and, and as my uh, like I said, I was a high school coach most of my career, but as my ambition started moving to the next level and really wanting to get involved in college basketball, what I started learning is there's a lot of things that interested me that weren't directly you know, involved in coaching on the court. And one of them was uh, the way people move their, their careers. They climb the ladder, mm-hmm. um, upward mobility, interviewing for jobs. Um, there's a bunch of things around the game and around the profession that really interests me that weren't necessarily things that, you know, that when you're coaching on the floor uh, really meant a lot. But, you know, as I, you know, moved on from coaching, it's all those pieces of the business that I was able to kind of wrangle. Um, and another thing is is what I call convening people, you know, bringing people together, you know, for a purpose, whether it's to, uh, connect and network or, or engage and learn or whatever it is, that's a, a gift I think I've always had or something that's always been very interested, uh, interesting to me. That's another thing that I've kind of been able to rope, you know, into my world. And so what I've been able to do is take a lot of parts that were interesting to me about my previous career in coaching and apply them to what I've been able to do now with Next Level Sports going into year 17. 
Yeah, that sounds like a natural progression yeah. that you had there from, you know, the, your coaching into next level sports. And then even into Cal's, did that kind of help start the the original vision for Cal's or what, what was that vision as you saw it when you when you started it? Yeah. So interesting story to, um, you know, where we were at when we started Cal. So like I said, we, our first one was in, in 2011 and um, I had just had a uh, uh, lower back surgery, a spinal fusion. And so I was taken off the road for about four months uh, with that. And so I'd spent, you know, three plus years at that point running around the country, um, you know, feels like literally driving around the country to meet people and connect and network and do things I do. And so at this point I was really sidelined. And I think um, there was a piece of it that was maybe panic of, of how am I going to continue to move our business forward, what we're doing forward, figuring things out in that world. And, and, you know, I think a part of it was actually just um, being able to stop and think, you know, outside of, um, you know, consistent travel and, and the things I had to do up until that point. Uh, Bubba Cunningham was the athletic director at the University of Tulsa. We, we crossed over just a few months when I was on the staff at Tulsa. But in the years after that, we uh, built a friendship and um, was somebody that I really and still do like and, and trust and respect. And uh, it was August of, of 2011, uh, a week or two before the first uh, football game, as I remember it. And I go in and, and I talk to Bubba because my thought was I I started getting to know a lot of young administrators whether they're lower-level athletic directors or associate ADs or senior associate ADs or whatever it might be, and just thought, wouldn't it be cool to bring everybody together um, and bring them to Tulsa to be able to sit and learn from Bubba? Because at that point in his career, Bubba was very respected and very well-liked. <laughs> and so I kind of went and pitched that idea to Bubba. I said, what do you think about this? And, you know, to, to his credit and one of the things that's great about him and one of the things I've, I've learned from him and other important influences in my life is that, you know, I think Bubba believed in me in general and um, he thought it was a good idea. And I, I go back and say a lot, if he would have been lukewarm on it, I might just have walked away and it never would have happened. <laughs> yeah. um, but him being enthusiastic and thinking I could pull it off, well, fast forward three weeks and we're you know, a week or two into football season, and uh, we're trying to get something wrangled and, and, and going for about, you know, shoot about six weeks uh, away. I come back and give Bubba an update and tell him, hey, this is awesome. We've already got about 15 people signed up, and we're going to do this, this, and this. And I've talked to this person, and uh, his reaction was like, wow, that's really happening? <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're going to have it. People are going to come. We're, we're, we're going to do it. And so that was, uh, you know, mid-October in 2011 was our, our first collegiate athletic leadership symposium. Uh, came up with the name, you know, working with my good friend Grant Hill as we're putting together a website and all the materials we needed. And, uh, you know, uh, as I said, the name which is a mouthful, he said, you know, people are going to call it cows. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't know if we'll have another one of these. So I don't know if people will have an opportunity to call it cow. So anytime I, I, I hear just out in the wild or, or somebody says something to me about cows, it always, it always hits me as funny. So we were able to, to get together, um, you know, in, in the middle of October in Tulsa, 
in downtown Tulsa, the Hyatt Regency, and ha- ended up having about 35 to 40 administrators. And, you know, we had a, a, a handful of ADs, five, six, seven ADs that came through and, and um, really had, I mean, there's a lot we learned from the first one, but there was also a, a whole lot that went right. And the thing that I took away from it was just the spirit of the event and how much people enjoyed being there together, connecting with each other, learning from each other, having access to people at different points of their career. Um, you know, the interesting part about it is that the week of the event, um, about four or five days before we get started, Bubba actually was hired to be the AD at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he came through and, and, you know, we had our first event. And because he had a new job, we had a place to go year two. Uh, and so we went to Chapel Hill, but, uh, that's the, the, the humble beginnings of, uh, of cows. Okay. And I was going to say, yes, yeah, definitely. If he got that new job, four to five days would be, yeah. you're still going to be the, the keynote here, right? And be here, but well, the, the cool part about it is, is, is it kind of set in, you know, those early years, you know, dictated a lot of things that were, have become kind of standards of cows. And some of it was, you know, very well thought out and executed, and some of it was luck. And that's kind of about anything in this business or in life. And and one of the things was that he went to Chapel Hill and, and was willing to have us come down there the second year. And that really started the, the idea of moving locations every year. Mm. And I really think that's one of our, been one of our advantages of the event is that people always look forward to where Cal's is going to be next year. People are, you know, interested in hosting it on their campus in their city, whatever it may be. And, you know, there is a, um, you know, when you're talking about an event, we're talking about a conference. There's only so many ways you can do a conference. Mm-hmm. If that makes, I mean, there's only so many formats. There's only so many ways you can do panels and those things. I mean, you have, you know, different speakers and, and great content and all that, but, the fact that we get to move it every year, I think, um, has really been an advantage for us because they know they're going to get to see a different city, spend time, maybe see facilities at a place, whatever it might be. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that, especially with the moving locations, but also what kind of um, what kind of people are, are attracted to cows or, or attend the event? And does that change with the location change, or do you just see new different people with the location change? Yeah, so I, you know, early on. Um, you know, I would say definitely we, we, we had the group. I mean, we started with, um, you know, our group of 35 to 40 and, and we'll have double digits, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 people at our cows in two and a half weeks in Charlotte who were at our first cows. Mm, okay. Um, and so we've had a group that's kind of found us and followed us over the years. And what we've done is become a part of their calendar and a community that they're an important part of. You know, early on, taking it to different regions helped us, you know, kind of sell people when it's easier to get to our event if you don't really know what our event is, um, which I would say we were very, uh, a very kind of, quote unquote, well-kept secret till probably our sixth, seventh year. Um, I remember, you know, people would get nominated to come to our event and, uh, I would reach out to them and they'd say, quit spamming me. And I'd say, I'm not spamming you, (laughs) (laughs) meaning to reach out to you because somebody said you should come to our event. (laughs) And then they would show up and they would be blown away. And I think, you know, one of my, one of my big sayings is life's about expectations. And I think that the low expectations of those early years really, um, 
really helped us is people would show up not knowing what to expect and uh, would have a great experience. Now, 13 years in, um, people for the people are expecting to have a great experience. And uh, so it's our job to, uh, you know, keep delivering on that and keep delivering on the group that we bring in every year. But uh, when we started out, you asked about the, the group that comes to Cal. So I would say we are a, a senior level um, event. Um, our faculty uh, who are speakers or speak on panels are either experts in the field uh, we have a group of search firms that joins us as well, and then also sitting athletic directors. Okay. And so that would be our faculty. Our attendees are anywhere from sitting athletic directors currently to deputy athletic directors, senior associates, executive senior associates make up the majority of our group. And then we'll have a few associate ADs and so on and so forth. I'd mentioned earlier there's a, a process that, you know, I invited people the first year. And then I just sent an email out and started asking people, said, who should we invite the next year? And that's kind of how we started building our database. And I say we're by invitation, but not necessarily exclusive because there's not a, it, it's a pretty informal process of, of somebody emailing me or calling me and say, hey, you should invite so-and-so. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that I've learned, uh, you know, over the years is that um, we've looked at different, you know, pathways and different different ways to make sure we have a great representation uh, across, you know, race and gender and um, level and, you know, people, you know, we really want to give opportunity to a, a vast group of people and have continued to, you know, tweak our process, um, you know, to get the, the best group we can. But kind of everything every year we do it is, is gearing up to, to build this group, as I call it. And, um, you know, what, what I would say, the thing that really differentiates is there's a, a bunch of events in our industry and there's a bunch of jobs in our athletic departments and not everybody in an athletic department necessarily wants to be in the chair, wants to be an athletic director. And I think that's what, one of the differentiators of our event is that that's what we're building towards. It's athletic directors talking to the next generation is what it finds. So I would say that the majority of the people that attend CALS their goal is to one day be an athletic director. And so that kind of, um, you know, it informs our audience. It informs the people that really are attracted to us and want to attend to become a part of the community. I was going to say that the differentiator kind of thing, and that makes sense now hearing you say that, especially with that first year, having to come learn from, from Bubba about what he's doing. Because mm -hmm. it was, I had the question kind of in my head, Will, was when you first started it out, you obviously noticed that there was a gap for something needed in the industry because I'd imagine you had gone and done plenty of different shows and traveled and seen things. So that was me. It was My question was going to be the what was that gap and then how did you end up evolving it to what it is today? Well, at the time, I kind of stumbled upon it because I, I, I you know, kind of walked you through the timing earlier on, on how we get started. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot going on in the fall um, and really there wasn't a ton of, there was a need for overall professional development. I think people at the time would probably say there was a need for some focused professional development, um, you know, on this group that really wants to network and, um, you know, you know, be with people that are um, ambitious or kind of have a goal of where they're trying to achieve and, and, and meet the right people to, 
to help them get there. And so I think that was one of the biggest gaps. Now, over time, as you all know, there's a lot more events than there was in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, uh, I think the thing has been just kind of staying true to who we are and, and being the best version of us and, you know, kind of keeping that in mind, the type of people that we want to track, the type of environment, uh, you know, that we want to create. You know, it. I go back and say I, I'm, I hope there's some parts of my life and my career that were strategic. I look back and feel like there was a lot of luck involved. And um, I think this is one of those times because it it just as as I mentioned earlier, it was just part of my personality and who I was to to get people together, whether you're, um, you know, getting a group of friends to go out to dinner or whether you're, you know, getting together an event. It's kind of, you know, my thing, what I enjoy doing, what brings me life and being able to to do this and and you know, create this has been been really special for me. I was just saying, it's hard to look back and think of luck as your, uh, what, your back surgery, your back fusion to say that yeah. that was, ended up being in your favor that kind of made I you. I know, right? Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I just turned 50 uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago and now I'm feeling it all. So <laughs> I can't look back and say it worked in my favor, but now I'm just, you know, hoping I can get out of bed in the morning. But yeah. uh, no, no, really, it, it really is. Um, you know, that I think there's a, a, a divine touch to it. And, you know, looking back to that time, you know, getting that first event going and then looking to where it is now and kind of the place that Cal's um, has occupied in our industry, but really is occupied in, um, uh, not to get too deep, but like in my heart and my soul and just mm-hmm. like the, um, oh, the pleasure I've taken from it. And what it's become, not in a way of like, you know, having to be the biggest or the best or whatever it is, but honestly, um, being able to create something that's helped so many people, um, you know, is something that I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of. Yeah, absolutely. And you should be right. I mean, everything happens for a reason from, from your back to where you're at today. Right. So it it was all kind of meant to be, so to speak. Um, and then you you got this all up and running kind of, kind of by yourself. How many people does it take to, to put this event on or how did it start getting put together in those early years to where it's at today? Well, I think that's one, one one of the better parts of the story of cows and some people will, will say, I think it brings a lot to the atmosphere of cows. So you know, our, our first one in, in 2011, around that time, my dad, my father, Forrest, had, had just, uh, um, you know, gone into retirement. And, uh, you know, growing up, those of us that grew up playing sports, um, they're fortunate enough to have a, a, a really good, you know, mom and dad and great relationship with our parents. It's just a life of them following you around to go to games. Um, and them being present and there being a reason to always be present because there's always something on the schedule. Uh, my folks were always like that for me. And then as I got into coaching the same way, he was always at every game I coached. And, and so it was very natural for him to come down there, um, you know, to help us at our first cows, uh, in 2011. And, uh, uh, as it looked like this was going to be a thing, you know, he is, you know, Forrest has been in employee and has helped um with cows uh for 13 years now uh, he just has a second birthday people are um thrilled to see forest every year and it's really cool to me that i can go anywhere in this uh country and be on any campus and somebody will say hey how's forest doing hmm. um it's a it's a 
pretty crazy deal with he was just coming over to help with our our first one and so he does a lot of the logistics and he works with the hotel for us and takes a lot of things off my plate that that don't get me fired up and and you know i enjoy talking to folks about coming and being a partner or coming and being on the faculty or coming an attendee and that's what i uh spend a lot of uh the year doing especially the last uh couple months as we got bigger and grew um I bought my older sister, Laura, on. Laura was one of the uh, first female sportscasters in Oklahoma, has always had a, a, a love for athletics and sports, and she's come on and, and, and helped. And in 2015, we started an intern program, and now we bring in, uh, we pick 10 interns who are grad students who are about to graduate uh, sometime in this calendar year, uh, or I guess in this academic year, I should say, um, that come and are kind of the hands of the feet of the event. Uh, I always say we could probably do it with less, but I love having them there. I love the energy it brings. I love sitting and talk to them before we get started about their careers. This year we have three former um, interns that are with us as attendees. Mm. So we're at the point where that's, uh, you know, really cool. I have a, a a couple other friends. Grant Hill is a longtime friend who's helped me. Uh, he's a graphic designer. has helped me with everything with our businesses. Ryan Bradley is the vi- Oklahoma guy and the vice president of Alabama. Helps me a ton with my events. Uh, he's a communications guru, but we have a, a, a small but mighty team, and we've uh, figured out a way to make it work. And I think one of the things that people uh, point to is they're like, it, you know, it. I asked a friend of mine to write a review on it that we sent out to potential um, attendees a few years ago, and he said it doesn't feel like a conference; it feels like a family reunion, mm-hmm. and. Um, for our family, it literally is a family reunion. Uh, my wife, my daughters uh, will attend whenever possible and, and help out. They were all there in Nashville last year. And so, you know, it, it it's, it. I don't know. Some people might look at it and be like, okay, whatever. But I think some people look at it and really, you know, really say, hey, this is something that, you know, this group of people is really coming together to, to pull this thing off and we feel like it adds something to it. and. And that's how we want it to feel. We do the family reunion thing is, and, and not just with our family, but with the people that come and come year after year that it's a place where they come and, and they get to see friends and they get to meet new people. And, um, you know, they get to really uh, align themselves with, uh, with like-minded folks. Yeah. It sounds like a different feel, kind of a different atmosphere. I mean, you get, you add that family element and mm-hmm. like you said, people will ask you how's forest doing and they could be anywhere around the country that's when you awesome. run into them. That's really cool to hear. Um, and you know, that's, that's maybe what makes Cal's a little different there, but to put it all on and to use, um, the people that you did and, and bring those interns in and give them those, that experience, do you have anything else that helps you out? Like from a, a financial aspect, do you have sponsors that help put this on to make it what it is today? Yeah, yeah, we have an awesome group of partners. Now, we'll say that we, um, I did the first couple events without any, without any partners, without any sponsors. Um, you know, part of what I've done over the years in business and kind of all aspects of it is I am a, um, I am a big, I like to do something um, at a certain level and then go show people, hey, this is what we've done. And you can help it take the next step. Um as opposed to saying, you know, pitching an idea with nothing behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I've had abundance of is, is, is patience and building, whether it's our business, whether it's our event, um, whatever 
else is, and that's something that I'm a big proponent on is is um, is the long game. Is always looking for the long game. You know, like I said, I'm 50 now. Whether I was, you know, 30 you know, mid thirties when I started this deal or now or in five years, I think that if you're always looking for the long game, you're always looking forward to something. You're always looking forward to something great that could happen. That helps you um, deal with people and situations um, in a different, in a different way. If you're not putting all your pressure on yourself for something to happen, you know, right now. And so, you know, that's something that I really believe in. So after about our second, third year, I was able to to go to to folks, and, and at that time, people were start starting to call me saying, "I've heard about this event, and we want to be involved." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we we have a couple of uh, you know, Dactronics was on early with us, and I was just looking this up. It was actually 2014, so this will be our tenth year. Okay, nice. uh, with Dactronics as part of Cal, so I put that in the group of of, of among the you know very first. Um, partners to come on board with us. And I think Dactronics is a great example. There's there's really two uh, two folks we look at. I mean, you know, we like to be aligned with the gold standard and whatever the service is uh, in our industry. And we're very fortunate to have folks like Dactronics, like um, Advent, Acom, uh, Learfield, Fanatics, um, you know, Haynes, you know, just big, big names, Influencer, Teamworks you know, kind of big names in our world as far as college athletics. But then one thing um, we've been able to do over the years is really look at entrepreneurs that we believe in, that we think have really good ideas and give them a connection and a platform uh, to come and meet influential people in our business. And so I love bringing both of those pieces together. I am thrilled that Dactronics has been a partner for a decade and chooses to spend time and resources and thinks our event is worthy, you know, Dactronics would be great with cows or not. Like I said, I hope we uh, enhance uh, and, and provide connections and business opportunities. But then some of our, you know, we have several businesses that have been launched at cows. And it was one of the first things they do. And, and, and you know, that's, that's really cool and, and really fun to see as well. And, you know, there are several aspects that we really use these partnerships for. Uh, obviously, we want to support. There's something that you know they they're able to to help us financially, and it's able to get them in front of people that will help their business. And that's just kind of the the classic conference sponsorship piece. Mm-hmm. But really, one thing we want to do too is we really value the expertise um, that comes with you know our sponsors, especially the ones that sit in our panels like. Josh Francois is for us uh, this year at Cal's in Charlotte. We've had other, um, you know, members of your team sit on panels. And the the one thing that that you all do best, and and, and really all of our our partners and sponsors over the years is, man, we want to make, we want to draw out the information that our crowd wants. And uh, just have done a great job of being experts in their field. Um, You know, and I hope in turn, having that time, having that spotlight, having that time to make connections has, has helped our partners and their businesses. And I would think it would because they all want to come back. Um, I do it kind of differently, um, just with everything. Uh, this event is very personal to me. Uh, I get reached out to by a potential uh, partner or sponsor. You know, I don't have a, a deck I send out with this is what this costs or this is what I, I 
you know, I meet, I talk to everybody, and mm-hmm. I want to make sure that they fit what we're doing. I want to make sure that they fit in kind of with the overall big picture of cows. I want to keep, you know, that group of partners um, that are actually boots on the ground at our event. I want to have that be a certain amount of people. I want our faculty to be a certain amount. I want our search group to be a certain amount. I want our attendees to be a certain amount. And I kind of want those numbers to be I, I what I feel over the years we've we've tried to optimize them to where everybody's feeling like, um, you know, Hey, I'm getting the opportunity to, to meet and visit with who I want to. We're not so big to where, you know, people are kind of, you know, coming at people or running away from people. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's like our group is very cordial and, um, whether you're the, you know, veteran AD or whether you're the, you know, newest sales guy, at whatever partner you're going to, you're going to have a good experience and get a visit with and and uh, feel included. I was going to say, we, we even mentioned before the episode, there was a cows event that I attended. I can't remember what year it was, but it was it's kind of hitting on a lot of the points that you just made because you know, us coming in, even from a, a partner and sponsor perspective, I've been involved with that for many different shows that we that we go to, right? And it's it was something different going to that where it did feel more, like you said, maybe more intimate, what was going on. And that's what I was curious too. Even then, was you had some big name sponsors, like you said there, but then it didn't feel like a let's say like a trade show or there are ads everywhere. Like it wasn't in your face kind of things. And that's definitely not like what we would look for, even as a company coming in. You hit on we want to be able to talk to people, meet people, be cordial with everything. So I just like how you you've come a long ways since 2011, but yet you haven't. I would say succumbed to the. I need to keep selling more sponsorships. I need more booths in here. I need all these things going on. You seem to have got a. I would say it's a great. It's a great balance. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, and and, and I think the philosophy that's um, you know built with it uh, too is is the way I look at the industry uh, as far as like you know I'm an outsider looking to serve this industry, hmm. um, just like the electronics may have partner. You know. You know we're not athletic directors we're not coaches you know we're mm-hmm. people that have a service that offer it to the industry i think with that it aligns me differently with our partners and you know i have a respect for what they do and what their job is i want to include them as many pieces of this process as i can and really make it to where it's not like, hey, you know, rise a check and we're going to put you over here in this corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that they feel a part of it. Now, one of the things we did earlier is as far as, um, you know, having a, we don't have an exhibition hall or exhibition space. Mm-hmm. One, you know, as we've grown, but as the size of our event started, it didn't, it didn't feel like, you know, the thing to do. Um, but also what's developed over years is, is, the people and the companies are good are good fits with us that have the same philosophy is I don't, I don't want to have 10 competitors mm-hmm. in, at Cal's, you know, I'd like for you to feel like you have as a partner, the space to be with people kind of hand to hand combat, if you will. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, press the flesh, meet FaceTime, do all those things um, without a bunch of your competitors in the room. I feel like overall, when you carry that thought around a whole group of, of, of partners, then it creates a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe people aren't as you know wound up as I've got to get to this person before this person gets to this person or, or whatever it is. <laughs> sure. 
And so the ones that, and sometimes that there, there's not a fit because some people want to have a, you know, want to have a booth and they, you know, want to do it, you know, kind of the, um, you know, textbook convention way or they want it, or maybe they have a product where our group's not the best people to sell to. I say that, you know, our group is, man, they make some big decisions on campuses, <laughs> whether you're talking about our ADs, our deputy ADs, our senior associate ADs, um, whether, you know, coaching hires, um, you know, buying, you know, picking a, you know, a high dollar service or who they're going to use, what vendor they use for this. I mean, we've got a very um, influential group and it's a group that has a long shelf life because I was just looking at this morning. So out of our group of faculties that um, um, are speaking on panels this year, 22 of the athletic directors, they're speaking on one of our panels were previously with us as a senior associate AD or deputy AD. So over the years, that group, you know, they were with us as senior associate deputy ADs, very influential people on their campus and in their department. And then they move on, they take on the the big chair and they have that role. So it's just a really great group um, for folks to connect with. And the fact that we've been able to, um, you know, kind of curate it in a certain way and, you know, build the atmosphere out to, I feel like we've done the hard work on it. Now we're reaping the benefit of just, you show up and it's kind of like, you know, I don't have to take a bunch of steps to make the atmosphere to what we want it to be. It's just kind of been ingrained in the event at this point. Yeah, it sounds like a fantastic event, especially for those that are they're looking to, to learn and move up into that leadership role, like you said, and, and sit, sit as an AD. Um, but what do you have in store for them this year then? What's, what's kind of maybe a tease to what they could see this year at the event? Yeah, you bet. So like I said before, we'll be in Charlotte, and we're about two and a half weeks out. So we're October, uh, you know, 1st through 3rd. You know, it's been so boring in college athletics lately. I don't know what in the world we're going to talk about. <laughs> I guess we just gotta 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 go off the cuff and make some stuff up or something. Yep. But um, <laughs> nothing new at all. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just waiting for the emails from these ads where they say, "Don't ask me these ten things." Yeah, right. Um, you know, but but realistically, one of the coolest things. Uh, that's that's been a part of our event is just the openness of the ads. Our room's gotten bigger. Like I said, we started with about 35. This year we'll have, um, you know, around 360-ish people, you know, with us at Cal's, and and you know, we're at a capped point. I mean, I am, I am full. I have you know turned people away in every in every sector and have for the last several years because I feel like this is the this is the right number, but as we've grown, there's always been this feeling and, and we don't, we're not big on, you know, taping our sessions or, or having media present or whatever. So there's always been a sense of, you can, you know, you can be honest here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, a lot of times, you know, the AD will be in their chair and they'll get a question. They'll, they'll, lean forward and say, nobody tweet this. I, I do remember <laughs> someone saying that. Can everyone put their phones down here before I answer this question? Yeah, I remember I, someone it, saying that. That's awesome. And I, and I always say that's where the magic happens. Is <laughs> yeah. Somebody says, nobody tweet this. That's where you can get some good stuff. But we've had people walking through very public stuff, uh, whether it's a realignment or whether it's some sort of NCA issue they have on campus. And, and they've really been able to uh, break it down and share. And I think it's really benefited people that, you know, are on the way up, um, you know, in their, in their career to have that kind of candor. Um, so, you know, coming up 
in in Charlotte, you know, there's plenty of things to talk about. There's plenty of people whose uh, departments and conferences are. I mean, shoot, we're starting off with our our opening speaker at our at our opening dinner is Jim Phillips. Oh wow! So you know, you know, plenty for him to talk about. Um, <laughs> but we're really excited. So every year we kind of start off our event with a. Um, you know, uh, you know, a big event we call our opening dinner. Mm-hmm. So our group will get in, you know, on Sunday afternoon, and they'll come over. This year it's going to be um, at the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame, and we're very fortunate to have our friends at uh, David Chadwick and at Real Response, um, as well as Mike Hill with Charlotte uh, Athletics, um, are hosting our event this year. So very, very grateful for their participation. Um, you know, we'll have our opening dinner there at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. There'll be plenty to see, and then we'll hear from from Jim, and he'll actually be uh, in a session interviewed by Nina King, uh, the VP and AD at Duke, which we're very excited to have her involved doing that. And then we start off Monday morning at 8, and one thing we do is once we get rolling, we get rolling, and we'll be uh, 8 to 5 with sessions. Um, there'll be some breakouts in there, but for the most part, you know, we, we travel as a big group uh, from our meeting room to our lunch to, you know, it, it's kind of the magic of everybody getting to be together and, and uh, you know, end up sitting next to somebody you don't know at a lunch or, or, or grabbing a Coke, you know, in a break with somebody or whatever it might be. And then so, you know, we've got some, you know, fantastic, uh, you know, ADs involved and panels and, of course, our topics. We try to, we try to have a combination of things that are, you know, very current, like a, a name image likeness panel. But then we also want to have a panel on um, sports supervision and hiring coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so something for a group that's a, that's focused on becoming an athletic director, what I call foundational points, and and then some are more more current issues. Um, you know, and then we'll, uh, uh, you know, Monday night our attendees have a chance to, you know, a lot of our, our – Partners and sponsors will will host dinners and take folks out, and they'll have a chance to uh, be together and connect. And um, you know, we'll come back Tuesday. We'll go from from eight to noon on Tuesday uh, with panels, including uh, our our. I don't know if Josh can be too uh, excited with me putting him on our first panel on Tuesday. <laughs> He'll be we, fine. <laughs> we're, we're we're saving the best for first. There you go. Uh, yeah. But uh, our eight o'clock panel on Tuesday morning is entitled "A Vision for the Future of Athletics Facilities." That'll be, uh, you know, Josh from from your team at Dactronics, Greg mm-hmm. Brown from AECOM, uh, Chris Nations from Nations Group, and then we'll also have, you know, Nate Pine, uh, the AD at Air Force, will be on that panel. And so, you know, that's something we like to take a look at every year, and we kind of try to attack it from different angles. But you know, really, what what our group wants to hear is is what's happening now. Um, it gives an opportunity for, you know folks talking about facilities or, you know, scoreboards or whatever your your most recent projects are, yep. is to kind of almost case study them, uh, you know, with the group and say, hey, this is what to look forward to. This is what's, you know, this is what it's going to start looking like, or this is the new thing. And I hope it sparks something where it's, you know, conversations can can be had between our group and the panelists and, and, you know, really gives them good information on that, on that particular topic. 
Yeah, so it sounds like there's a lot to look forward to mm-hmm. this year and, and with cows in general. I want to thank you for coming on and sharing all that information with us. But before before we go, one last question for you. What's your favorite aspect of cows? I mean, it's kind of been <laughs> a few years of, of yours, and you've brought this to where it is today. What's what's your favorite part about it? You can say Dactronics being a partner if you want to. That's uh, number one. <laughs> I mean, like... As long as Datrox is there, we're going to keep on having cows. <laughs> there you there go. We go. <laughs> that, that's how we go. No, it, 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 it's definitely part. I mean, you know, to me, what it's, um, you know, there, there's a couple parts of it. And, and, you know, I mean, it's just funny to say, but, you know, it's an event. Um, it's a conference, if you will. Mm-hmm. But what it's added to my life, my family's life, uh is very very cool and in 2011 or 2012 or 2013 if you said we'd be looking back at this at 2023 and having this conversation and i look back and i look at the um the relationships i've built and the people i've met whether it be on the athletic side or in the in the partner side or in the search side or whatever it is you know there are relationships that are based on something us being in the same space but they're but they're real relationships and friendships. I wouldn't, um, you know, looking back, I, I don't know that I would completely understand the, the feeling I have um, being a part of this event, uh, the feeling I have being able to, you know, help bring people together that, that helps them in their careers and in their lives. And, you know, even, you know, if it takes me making the hotel reservations and making sure we have lunch served, so that uh, two people in this industry can meet and connect and become a friend, and become friends and help each other, then then I love playing that role in it. So you know, there's so much, there's so many stories of, of people that have met and it's helped them in their careers and people that have continued to 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 move through that. You know, 13 years into it, it's just uh, so fun to look back and see, and we we hope to keep that going for years to come. That's awesome. That's a great answer. And and I want to echo what Justin said too. Well, we really do appreciate you taking the time here, especially having this big event here a couple of weeks out to actually meet with us and, and join us for the podcast episode. No, appreciate you guys. Appreciate uh, uh, Dactronics, your partnership. It's fun to, um, you know, celebrate a decade of that uh, as mm-hmm. we're going into uh, Cal's in, in two and a half weeks. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to, um, you know, get back to work here and make sure everybody's got a, a a name tag and a place to sleep in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. Thank you, Will, for joining us. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. 